In the shadow of the most powerful city in the world, the Capital Golf Gang is on the air with instructor John Ronis from the Ronis Academy at River Creek, executive director of the Middle Atlantic PGA, John Gould, and former University of Maryland golfer, Ron Thomas. And now your host from Afternoon Drive on the Team 980 Radio in Washington, D.C., Steve Zabin. A special edition of the Capital Golf Gang presented by Golfdom live, plausibly so, from Washington Golf and Country Club, hard off of Glebe Road, just south of the mean streets of McLean, Virginia, the native hometown of yours truly. The gang is almost all here. John Ronis, John Gould, and let's give a big round of applause to the current head professional here, Jay Dufty. Director of golf, actually. Yeah, director. Yeah. Sorry, dog. He's the DOG. The yeah. dog. Those distinctions matter to you, Mr. Gould, because you are the executive director of the organization that cares for and interfaces with and makes sure that the pros on site like Jay have all the support they need. Absolutely. Right? And he so, has a head professional here, too, who's, who he wants the, his title there. So, Ronis, are you a dog now, too? Yeah. Your dog, your dog. We're with two dogs. Like PJ Tucker said, we're all dogs, man. <laughs> yeah. I'm not a dog, though. I'm a dog on the course, though. That's it. Jay, it is great to see you again. Uh, I've known you in and around the D.C. area from various places. You and I first met at Avenel. Yep. You were there. Yep. And uh, you've been very kind to me over the years. And then you came here to Washington Golf and Country Club, which is, in my humble opinion, one of the coolest, most unique layouts, and more just than a layout, facilities in the DMV. It is tucked into what I consider an impossible piece of land to have an 18-hole championship golf course on. That's, right? what, that's what makes us special. The topography here is really, really special. Are we in technically in Arlington? Where are we? We're off of Glebe Road, yep. south of McLean. What, what is this called? We're North Arlington. North Arlington. Okay, very yep. good. And John Ronis, you've known Jay for a long time, but you've never been here. No, I never have. And I was telling you in the parking lot that I grew up at River Bend. Mm-hmm. Uh, when I was younger, and yes, my must dad, be nice, Jay. Yeah, and my dad <laughs> uh, had streets. had some cronies that they would go back and forth and play here, yeah, and River Bend, yeah, and uh, boy, I, <laughs> it's oh, spectacular. It, it is wild, it, and and it's just undergone a major renovation. It's been down for twenty months. Jay, you've seen the process from start to finish. We're going to go through all that process, and we're going to so, show some photos here to the guys, and I'll make sure to put it up on YouTube for the video portion of today's program. But, man, what has been done to this course is tremendous. So where do we begin? First and foremost, Washington Golf and Country Club founded what year? 1894. Whew. One of the oldest clubs in the D.C. area? Yes. In fact, I think it's the the seventh oldest USGA facility. Wow. In the uh, D.C. area. Yeah. Who's, Who's older than this? In the area? Yeah. We, we might be very close to being it. I mean, okay. I, I know Chevy might be close, okay. but I think we're probably the old, the, old, the old guard. Original design by who? So we are a Donald Ross routing. So back in the day, they, they asked Donald Ross to come up to this hilly land and uh, figure out a routing piece. Um, they gave him two prices, one just to route it and one to come up here and actually sculpt it and do it. And they went a little cheap and went with the routing. <laughs> And uh, so it's, it technically is a Donald Ross. Uh, and then we bought 40 acres, um, which right now are holes four through nine, 
when William Flynn came up and really ah, put his William put his stamp Flynn. on it. That's some good yeah. names on this. Yeah, we got a Mount Rushmore of uh, of architects here. Absolutely. And the redesign was overseen by Tom Doak in Renaissance Golf. Wow. How about that, John wow. Gould? Yeah. yeah. A Ross routing with a Flynn addition mm-hmm. and a Doak redesign. Yeah, he's got an all-star cast here, feels yep. like. Yeah. That yep. is that is great. Uh, I bet when uh, Ross first saw the property and was asked, can you route it, can you make it, he, he probably said in that Scottish voice, I can't do it. I can't do it. It's impossible. <laughs> well, probably because too many houses and roads are <laughs> yeah, Exactly. <laughs> no. no. So, so what's dramatic about this course and this layout, and I remember it, Jay, from uh, junior golf days, as yeah. do you, John Gould. Interclub. Yeah, yeah, exactly, is that the first tee is one of these tees that's right next to the clubhouse. Yeah. Yeah. So and good. the pro shop and, and the putting the green. And the pro shop and the putting green. It's real tight. And you start on the high point off of Glebe Road, and the course just plunges you down into this amazing three-hole roller coaster of a ride to the lower part of the, of the routing. And then you wind through these kind of ravines and places before climbing back up the terrain and up the hillside to an incredible three-hole finish. It really is a wild ride. Yeah. Yeah. It, it, we like to say we're a little bit in a bathtub. Um, and it just... The golf course plays different every day because your lie is different every day. Right. So it's pretty special. It also, uh, you know, it's it, for, if you're going to walk it, it's a hell of a workout. <laughs> there, there are members that this is their workout plan. I'm looking Stuart at one over there. there. Yeah. Live. He's like, yep, yeah, this is my workout. He's a big time. walker, and he'll tell you. You go up 10, which is like a Stairmaster. You get a little reprieve going down 14 downhill, but then it's all uphill, it seems like, 15 on. So. You know, I've lost my legs quite a bit the last four holes and coming yeah. in bogey, 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 bogey. So. One of the signature features of the course, and I can't see looking out if it's gone, but I think it is, is the hedging WGCC off of 16T. That's a very sensitive subject. Is it really? Yeah. yeah there was obviously a lot of um, a lot of love for those hedges. and uh, They were pretty big. They were boxwoods, I imagine. Yeah. And they the were WGCC fully grown, look. about 20 feet by 10 feet wide, Ghoul. They, they, they were, were huge. huge. Yeah, they were huge. Yeah. Well, it was like the Hollywood sign, meticulously manicured, a totally unique feature, perfectly visible off the 16th tee yeah, or 17th You tee. would aim for, you know, one right. of the letters was kind of your aiming point. So it was the first C in WGCC. Aim was for the That's G. where you aim. Well, like I have that kind of accuracy. <laughs> but we did have a little fireworks accident one year that kind of turned the G into... <laughs> Kind of a half G. Wow. So, so the burning bush. Yes, we had the burning bush. (laughs) You became burning tree without wanting to be burning tree. Okay. So, so that's gone. But when I heard when you said, "Hey, we're 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 going down for a while. We're going a total redesign. Doke's coming in." My first thought was, "Why? I love this place. It's great." Now that I've seen the before and afters, I'm like, "Okay, now I get it." Let's walk through the process. First of all, was it a tough sell to the members? You know, what's funny is I interviewed here in uh, October 2014. Uh, they had already started some discussions and having some master plan discussions with Renaissance Golf. Uh, we had a, a little bit of a, a help that we had a member that grew up here, played golf here, uh, that was an associate for, for uh, Tom Doak at the time. And so we had a little bit of an end to get him in here. And so there were some discussions to go through that. When I arrived in January, I heard all about him and was like, wow, this is a possibility mm-hmm. to get Tom Doak into the D.C. area and, and, and at Washington Golf. Uh, and so through that year, there was plans that were presented. We did a, a you know, a, our annual uh, meeting in December. We went to a vote, uh, and it, vote, it voted through pretty 
Okay, so it sailed through. It did. All right, so it's not just that, oh, we can fix this course up and make it great. There was major environmental hurdles you guys had to navigate, correct? We did. You know, like a lot of golf courses that we wanted to get it back to kind of its original Flynn uh, Ross design, a lot of what makes this property special we talked about is the landforms, and we never saw them because there were so many trees just suffocating right not only the golfer's view but also you know the turfing was being impacted by less sun and airflow and um and you know just it it was causing issues and a lot of people obviously are very sentimental to the trees and that was tough for people to see trees coming down but um you know so a lot of tree work was done i don't think you guys went hog wild i'm looking out here reasonable you kept many of the monument trees that are iconic out here but it's it's opened it up tremendously tremendously so i'd say you've gone a tick less wouldn't you agree boys uh they've gone a tick less than say congressional absolutely i was just gonna say two ghoul Yeah, I was over there a couple weeks ago, and yeah, a little less, less than that. Yeah. Meaning more than two? <laughs> more than two trees left? Yeah. Well, I rank yeah. it this way. You know, yeah. uh, Oakmont shaved their head like Britney Spears when she had her meltdown. That was like crazy. They left one tree. I'm like, what are you doing? Tri- Congo, 80% gone. I feel like you guys are 50 to 60%. Gone. Yeah, yeah. I mean, it's into the hundreds, but the, you know, a lot of those are small as well. And there's a lot of reforestation out there that, sure. you know, in a few years we'll see it. But, um, but know, from a from a engineering standpoint because of the topography and when it rains which it does here in the dmv this water just whooshed down the gullies and the streams and the alleys and everything else and so you had to sort of mitigate that and account for that in addition to making new green complexes and everything else we did that was our biggest challenge in the renovation is uh we we went out in gangbusters i mean we we were moving along and just and and we thought we were going to kill the timeline that we presented to the membership and then in September of 2018, the rains never stopped, and we couldn't we couldn't stabilize soil to save you know to, get, and so we were getting fined by the by the county because of runoff, and we couldn't get you know oh, sod no. would wash away, and so it was uh, we had our challenges. We we were not obviously uh, it was did not have perfect weather to try to get things done in a bathtub. Yeah, Jay, one of the uh, features that I love out here for the members is while you were down. You obviously had to have something here for your members, and what you worked on was the indoor hitting center out there, whatever hole that is now. Um, talk, talk to us about what, what you guys did there. Well, um, the, the turn, as you're, as you're talking about, John, is, is a state-of-the-art uh, facility that is really unique to any, any club, not much less a private club. And, uh, but it was right in the middle of the construction area, mm-hmm. and so they were, they were on two tracks. They were both closed for a long time. Right. So we had a very vibrant, you know, reciprocal program to help our members. But that's what even made it more challenging is we had, you know, another project going on inside of a project in a very tight area. I mean, Rock Spring Road, if you drive down there and we go to the turn today, it's not very wide. And we had 50 sod trucks going down, you know, every day at one point. And so we did get that open a little bit earlier. We opened that in October of, of uh, 2019. And it has just been a home run for our facility. So indoor simulators, yep. hitting bay, multi-level, right? Multi-level, top tracer there, yep. um, a unique restaurant. It, so it's pretty Here's cool. a picture of what it, what it looks like. And, and Rona, since you've never been here before, the old halfway house was a little brown shed <laughs> with a screen door and a poor staffer in there. 
dishing out hot dogs and sodas. With a side of asbestos, probably. <laughs> right, yeah. exactly. That's all it was. But I believe you me, you were happy as a player to get to that spot because you had already been run through the ringer coming down and through and around and everything yeah. else. Now this looks incredible. So it's almost like you got a second clubhouse, Jay. We do. Mm. Yeah, it's a whole separate business unit, and it has become extremely popular for families and golfers from you know those that like to grind in practice to those that literally just like to go down and, and uh, kind of have that top golf experience. Getting back to the renovation, and I don't know if this is a sore subject or just rumor mill stuff, Probably but is. years, years before there was there was an attempt at a renovation or a regrassing or something like that mm-hmm. that also did not really work as well. When you were when the membership was pitching it as a redo, did that kind of come into into the fold where they said? Let's do it right this time instead of, and I'm not saying they did it wrong the first time, but yeah. the knowledge that we have now, instead of just a regrass, let's just go all after it, dig it up, get the turf conditions exactly how we want it, and build this gem that you have here. My pulse was is we were not going to do a change that set us up for the next 50 years and it was a master plan. If it was just a regrassing and maybe some trees down and caused some closures, I don't think that that would have been well-received. I really yeah. don't. And, you know, this was, uh, you know, I think that was under a different superintendent maybe at the time. The and superintend- there's some major issues. Yeah, yeah. yeah you know, and so, you know, I don't know all that history, mm-hmm. John. I really don't. But I, I do know that, um, you know, with what we were able to, you know, present to the membership showing really a big renderings and the, and the big changes and what the new halfway house would be yeah. to set this club up, which it – it was a fun, quirky golf course. I mean, it was it, oh, yeah. it was enjoyable, right? It, it was rock and roll, but it was quirky. I mean, you had uh, the par five on the back, 14? 15. 15. Is it 15 now? Because you changed nine is now eight, or eight is now nine, mm-hmm. right? But the, there was a par five on the back nine that was this serpentine <laughs> through the trees with a creek that intersects up a steep hill. There was really no good layup area if you weren't going to go for it in two. Yeah. Uh, the longer hitters could get home easily, but you could also take an X because you catch one limb, you're dead. Yeah, an abomination was a you know was actually probably a you know <laughs> kind word for that a hole. Very kind word. Uh, no, I actually <laughs> have a fond spot for that hole, which well, which I'm sure is still similar, but you've taken out a lot of trees. Yeah, it's 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 probably the hardest par four in Virginia now, and it, there's talks maybe even going back to a par five. Oh, it's a four now. Yeah. It oh, is, I hate the hole now. It is a spectacular <laughs> looking hole. It's just yes. very difficult to play. Uh, but if, when you come out to play, all of you, you'll see that it's, you know, it's dramatic change, even yeah. though they're, you know, obviously can't change a whole lot of the routing. There are two wonderful par threes that are big downhill par threes on the back nine. Mm-hmm. Uh, the best of them is, 14 we're looking at it here can you see it on the screen yep that's the old 14 and it had a drop of it has a drop of about 80 feet maybe yeah probably pretty taking, good drop yeah taking about 20 yards off yeah exactly majestic uh there's uh, some crepe myrtles in the background you can see as there's a hillside behind the green again jay i thought not a darn thing wrong with that hole what are you doing well boom yeah that's my there's favorite change. the new hole look at that boys that's yep. my favorite change on the golf course. That is spectacular there, the way it sits up in there against the hillside and the sort of Augusta-inspired backsplash yeah. bunkers that yep. you do not want to be the, in. The, mm-hmm. the tight grass up the hill and False front else. and everything else. That's yep. pretty. And there's, there's a lot of movement in the fairway in front of the green, too, so 
makes you create some different shots. 17 is another great hole, the one that had the hedges on it that spelled out WGC. A downhill dogleg left par four that you had to cross a creek to a green that was tucked into a nice little area. Again, I thought it was a perfect hole. It was not a driver off the tee. Three wood, Mm ironed up to the top of the hill, whatever. I guess you could try to drive the second fairway. Did anyone ever try to do that? Oh, yeah. Okay. Uh, But it's turned into now this from behind, a much more opened up and much better presenting hole. Yeah. Agreed? Yep. Yeah. 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 You guys went down to dirt. (laughs) <laughs> yeah. I mean, we got down and dirty. Yeah, we it's did. Twenty we months. Did. Exactly. That, all that grass is different. Also, more durable mm. card paths. I see in the old photographs, Jay. You had that right there. The old uh, blacktop mm-hmm. card paths that were starting to get pushed up by roots and knocked around. Now, because you know, you guys do have a number of older members that couldn't walk the course. You've got very nice concrete card paths. We so do. That's good. We have. Uh, you know, there's. We've got. Uh, car paths that are not continuous, though. So if you look down 18, we didn't want to have a lot of concrete out there in the nice. visual. So you look down 18, there is no car path. Right. Um, as well as a couple other holes that we didn't want to dissect across. You know, a point of conversation with some of the members, you know, on car path only days, you know, that maybe, you know, we, we may be walking only on a heavy rain day because we can't let yeah. those carts go across hole number 10, which is discontinuous, uh, 18 and so on. But, uh, from a look standpoint, it's fantastic. Yeah. What's great, too, is that the clubhouse sits right above the 18th green. Or, in fact, on top of it right now, and I feel bad because there's people playing, Jay. we got to keep our voices down here. <laughs> but this is how close you are, and it is spectacular viewing. And then from this high vantage point, off in the distance, is that the Washington Cathedral I see? Yeah. Yeah. S- s- reaching to the sky? Yeah. It's one of the best looks. I'm sure there's no gambling at this at this course. <laughs> Watching the play of number 18, at five bucks he's going to make it. Gambling is illegal. At yeah. Yeah. There, there's probably a few freshies bought wondering if Stewart's going to three-putt or not from where he's yeah. at. So right. hopefully he's made people a lot of money. Well, that's great. I'm glad you guys are back up and running. It's a spectacular redesign. If you know anybody who belongs to Washington Golf and Country Club, definitely hit them up to come on out and see it. And uh, you guys are fully up and running. After about 20 months of uh, reconstructing. And then reopened during COVID. So, yeah, dealing with that. Yep. Yeah, we're awfully proud of it. Awfully proud of it. That's great. All right. When we come back, we'll play a quick nine. Mr. Dufty, think on your feet. Nine golf hypothetical questions from the panel here. I've designed three holes. John has and uh, the other John has. So, it's 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 like a Ross Flynn... And Doke Design. Yes, correct. Saban, Ghoul, Ronis. All right. We'll play that next. It's the Capital Golf Gang presented by Golfdom, plausibly live from Washington Golf and Country Club. You are listening to the Capital Golf Gang. Four guys who have to come up with creative excuses to their wives for those grass stains on their pants. You are listening to the Capital Golf Gang. Four guys who once dreamed of becoming caddies on the PGA Tour until they found out you have to take the blame for everything. 
All right, we are back here, plausibly live, at Washington Golf and Country Club, hard off of Glebe Road, North Arlington. Jay Dufty is our host today, head pro out here, director of golf, I should say. John Ronas, uh, director of the Ronas Academy at River Creek, and also the director of golf at River Creek in Leesburg, as well as John Gould, the executive director of the Middle Atlantic PGA. Ron Thomas is out playing in 8 million Playing more golf, man, what a surprise. It's hard to believe. <laughs> Ronnie's Good playing for him. today? No, yeah. I, oh, well, wow. he's back in Indy, I think, this wow. week. He's somewhere. But he's anyway, playing golf somewhere. shout out to you, Ronnie. We love you and miss you, buddy. Anyway, we're going to play a quick nine here. Nine hypotheticals. Uh, three holes designed by me, three holes designed by the boys each. And here we go. Hole number one. Jack Nicholas doesn't get knocked enough for having a rather pedestrian short game. Change my mind. Go. Well, well, as he would say, if you hit the irons as well as I did, you wouldn't have to have a good short game. I was yeah, exactly short the games same. for losers. Yeah, I was putting it on the green. So I will change your mind because I will change your mind because putting. Last time I checked, the is short game part of the short game. He was a great. He's probably the greatest clutch, clutch putter, putter since Tiger since Tiger or before or t- Tiger. Yeah. So. But he, you know, there's no real highlights of look at this up and down from Nicholas. That's because there were none. Look yeah. At, well, the it's object he was of the game one irons three hundred feet in the air. The object of the game him. is yeah. to win in the least amount of strokes taken, and if you accomplish that, it doesn't matter what your individual components are, right? We're, we're no, it we're trying to. Plus, you know what? I think when you're talking about him as a great player, I think it's not it's not discussed enough that Nicholas's short game, not putting, was pedestrian. Let, let, me, let me tell you, the agronomy back then and the green speeds didn't lend itself to spectacular shots. That's true. So it was a bunch of chunking runs up there. You ever there. seen a Nicholas flop shot? It didn't, didn't need to. The greens <laughs> right. were running at eight. Have you, Dufty? No, I okay. have not. Well, then you show me. We've only seen people chip in against There him. wasn't even lob wedges <laughs> back then. Really? They didn't yeah. come into play until like 1990. Who invented the lob wedge? Ping. Edward Lobenstein? Lob. Yes. <laughs> of, Le- of Lima, Ohio? Okay. That's a fun fact for you. Hole number two. Ghoul, fire away. All right. Bryson, as, as Zabe used to say, to <clears throat> nerd bow. Idiot. <clears throat> Or savant, you have to choose. <laughs> this is sports talk, not in between. I am going with idiot uh, because I'm not qualified to put him in the savant category, but I'm definitely qualified to put him in the idiot category. <laughs> He's Asperger's. I'm telling you, well, thousand percent. Yeah, he is. Absolutely I feel like in the that diagnosis, space. He's going with I'm not, look, I'm not uh, capable of diagnosing him professionally, but yeah. just as an observer, somebody who knows, you know, that wonderful category of unique uh, people out there, I think that's what he is. I think he's going to come along, though. I'm hoping he comes along. I'm hoping the Ryder Cup, Jay, changes him for the better, that team room experience. I think that'd be the only thing that can probably change him. I mean, that, that kind of experience. Changes a lot of people. Changed, you know, Tiger's perception when right. he was kind of came to be uh, almost a walk along captain. I think was it at Hazeltine. Yeah, that's um, that's true. That but did didn't change Tiger. him until he became a captain or, or not a captain, a uh, assistant captain, assistant vice captain, captain whatever. That's he was still yeah. just laser focused and playing by himself and everything in Ryder Cups. Right. So it took a while. Okay. Yeah, but just the the not yelling for the the whole. Well, that's the statement. latest wrinkle is yeah. that you know apparently they don't like him. I mean. First of all, does yelling for really work? No. No. No, it doesn't. No. But I, what we're really sure. clearly understanding is that the other players the level don't of like it. for him. Yeah. 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 I mean, that's the whole reason, I, I believe, my personal opinion, the whole, the whole reason behind the, the tour players trying to get rid of the Greens reading book. Because they think that's the only reason Bryson competes. Maybe. And they want that out. Mm. He melted down last weekend as well. And there's a number of my friends who cannot get enough of right. it. Right. 
they're just like, revel in it. They're like, pump it into my veins. But didn't you feel for Harrison English? Oh, yeah. Oh, I mean, and Harrison the guy was gracious yeah. afterwards to yeah. have the conversation, right. but, I mean, he just got railed. Yeah. <laughs> and, and he was on the clock because of Bryson. Yeah, yeah. the whole Hole number three, John yeah. Ronas, what do you got? Oh, uh, yeah. Hold on. Catch, <laughs> catch you off guard. Uh, when now playing in a charity tournament, what is your most desired format? So you don't know. You're just rolling up. You know, you're doing someone a favor. And you stroll up to the first seat. What is the format that you like in the charity tournament? And kind of why? Because I've kind of some uh, reasons. I'm busy. Good luck. Okay. Good. That's my favorite <laughs> you format. You have to play, Zane. Oh, oh, sorry. <clears throat> okay. Uh, well, there's only one format anyone plays. It's Scramble. I've never seen another Format maybe a shamble. Shamble. Yeah. That's my favorite. I think shamble. Because Shamble's my favorite. I, but if it's time that I need to spend with someone that I didn't want to spend with, but I got roped into it, then it's scramble. Wait, shambles. Everyone tees it off and you, then best from there. Yeah, yeah you yeah. pick okay. the best one and you all play into your play the ball in right. on your own. Oh, so what yeah. I like is I get to hit all my shots. You know, uh, and if I'm playing in a in a scramble and maybe I'm not a good driver, I you maybe. know my drives never get <clears> yeah, exactly. Quote, quote, yeah. maybe. Uh, but, yeah, so I, I'm, I'm maybe not using that shot, or, or we've got a good putter in the group, and I never get to putt. But with a shamble, I still yeah. feel like I'm playing most that's a, of the golf. That's a pretty good one. Anything else, Jay, pro? You ever mm. done any scrambles or any charity events that have different well, formats? It's, it's kind mean, of three. It's scramble, yeah, yeah. shamble, or the Callaway system, right, you know, right. kind of thing. And it's What's just, the Callaway system? Uh, some algorithm it's, yeah, that it's DeChambeau, DeChambeau came DeChambeau. up with. <laughs> <laughs> DeNerdbow. It, yeah. it needs to be sunsetted. Yeah. Okay. Let's just put it that All way. Right. Hole number three, quick nine. Here we go. I mean, is it a little strange that you have two guys who've been in the business for about uh, 80 years combined, and we don't know what the Callaway system really it's good. is. That's really, really good. Sad. We're going to be reported to the authorities <laughs> yeah, for that. Really uh, hole number three. Or four. Hole number four. Any design that has a bunker in the middle of a green is stupid by definition. Change my mind. I will not. Yeah, I'm not going to change your mind, but it's what makes some holes completely unique because there's like three of them in the world, right? Right. But it it just makes no sense. Well, yes. You have the hole with a green that's two by two. That would be unique. It's stupid. (laughs) That's true. (laughs) So you agree that anytime there's a bunker in the middle of a green, are there any holes at Washington Golf with bunkers in the middle (laughs) of a green? There is not. Okay, all right. Then it's stupid. Just just four, actually. Doke is a big fan of them. (laughs) He put them all over the place. And then we brought in Pete Dye to put in railroad (laughs) ties. right. It's Before good, he huh? passed. It was good. <laughs> okay. Any, are you a fan at all? There's one famous hole. That's Riviera, number yeah, seven. Six. Right? Six, right. Yeah, yeah. the par three. Yeah. So I just, I saw, I think there was some newer course that I saw. TPC San Antonio. Okay. Yeah, yeah. I think it's number 16. As, as, you know, being in the bunker is, that, that part of it I think is pretty cool. It's being outside the bunker and having to putt in a circle around this mm. thing. Or, or, or invite people try to, to chip it over. off the green yeah. and just take chunks. Yeah. Terrible idea. Yeah. Terrible. Okay, hole yeah. number five, John Gould. All right, we've probably heard this in different iterations before, but how far are you willing to drive these days on a Saturday morning to play? What's your max mm. Two limit? hours. That's good. It's if better it's, than me. If it's five farms in Baltimore, which I've yet to play, uh, we ding, need, ding, ding. We need to do that. I will go. My personal favorite. I used to yeah. drive to. Uh, I used to drive two hours to play public courses with yeah. my buddies, and we'd drive out to uh, Queenstown Harbor. We'd drive out to C- Capon State Park in West Virginia. Yeah. We would drive up to Bully Rock. Yeah, down to Williamsburg. 
from Never here, did maybe. that, but yeah. yeah, that's another one. That's yep. three hours, though. Uh, well, so. yeah, it just depends on where you live. Yeah. That's a little bit more than me. I'm probably an hour and a half. But two, anyway. two hours if it's a nice Ronis? private club. Otherwise, I'm really interested in playing on the weekends. <laughs> that's right. You do uh, job. Yeah. You just want a day off on the play. weekends, right? You know, uh, you look at the math. All right, it's, it's two hours to drive somewhere. It's two hours to drive home. That's four. It's five hours once you get to the course. Day's gone. Yep. So it's opportunity well, cost for do, me. What were we going to do at home, Ron? I assume I would clean the garage the pool up that dogs? my kids got dirty every single week for some strange reason. I don't even know how they come up with the stuff to throw in there. But that's your, probably your pool's what not doing. full, so what are you doing? Right, and the pool, you can't swim in the pool right now. Duffy, how about you? Uh, I'd, I'd think the two-hour bubble's about right. Yeah. All yeah. Right. All right. Awesome. Hole yeah. number six. Ronis. All right. Bear with me. You have the opportunity to walk. No. With Tiger oh, Woods through 18 holes of Augusta, talking through some of his strategies, iconic shots, things like that, history of Tiger Woods at Augusta. Or you can play Augusta by yourself. Oh. By mm. yourself. Oh. Mm. I'd play it. I'd play it, too. Play it. Isn't this, did we have this last week? The answer is it's always play Augusta. I wanted to see if oh, we yeah. come up oh. again. <laughs> APG. <laughs> always. always play Augusta. If there's ever any either or... Yeah. And the one option is to play Augusta, you play Augusta. I mean, it'd right? be, the, the Tiger scenario is pretty cool. But, but you can watch that on yeah, yeah. TV exactly. or YouTube and see how he's doing What if that? he's not yeah. very forthcoming, Ronas? What if he's like, yeah, just <laughs> well, he very he was smashed very it forearm. Very forthcoming, and you can ask him all the questions. Maybe even stuff that don't apply to the golf. Is oh. Rachel Yucatel off <laughs> Everyone is on the table. Whoa. <laughs> yes. Right. Whoa. I'd still yes. play Augusta. Uh, yeah. I'd still play. I'd, I'd, I'd walk with him, and then I'd say, can I hit a few chips? You're not allowed <laughs> Two. <laughs> when no one's looking. <laughs> All right, Jay, do you have an official answer? Play? No, I said play, absolutely. Okay, have you uh, played Augusta? I have not. Got any angles? Bucket list. Got any ins? I'm working on okay. it. Well, keep <laughs> Always working on it. Working on it. There's, there's a man there. with an Augusta National hat on over there. Yep. Yeah. So uh, he bought out the pro. Guess we all have an in now. <laughs> okay. <laughs> Hole number seven. This is me, right? Yep. Yeah. Uh, what is the dumbest golf gadget ever invented iron covers okay good answer always a perennial winner right there beads oh, counting beads. beads counting beads anything That's the a- club pro guy has on him at any time is yeah. probably pretty dumb yeah, yeah. yeah. i yeah. would say the spin check device to put your ball in to see where the manufacturer seemed the cover Oh, jeez. Like, where the balance point is. Yeah, right. And then you draw your line. And then you draw your line. Like, yeah, I checked these things. Yeah, we wouldn't be saying that if we invented it, though. No, it'd be great. A billion of them. (laughs) Exactly. Okay. Uh, Hole number eight. Hole number eight. So we're talking about driving ranges now. Do you prefer the flat, traditional range? No distraction, just yardages. Or I've seen more and more ranges out there with stuff out there. So I've seen with a goalpost out there. What? Beat up cars to aim at. Oh. Yeah, just trying to make the so range experience. fun ranges. Yeah, probably music playing. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, so what's your preference? Uh, absolutely not. Clean lines, <laughs> straight, everything in line, nothing out there except for target greens, Boo. maybe some bunkers. No cars. Boo. No ca- airplanes. Do we have any here? No, we do not. Okay. Yeah. Nope, Are we safe. planning on that? 
York. <laughs> Maybe in a long-range plane. plane. We're going to bring Elvis's John, plane I've had a few, I've had a few range. range pickers be out there for a <laughs> right, while, but I haven't right. had any cars. Right. Where, where are those ranges that you're seeing, John? Mississippi. Well, well no, actually. Uh, <laughs> but the cars aren't there by purpose. I, w- yeah, I got to give a lot of credit. They start rusting out. That's just Rufus's car. That's right. He doesn't give out last month. Just leave the car there. Just grew grass over it. We'll aim at it. No, host of the Virginia State Open and the Senior Open, which Ron Thomas qualified for uh, and is playing in a couple weeks. Uh, Independence has all that stuff. They have goalposts nice. out there. They have some you know fun targets. I think and- that's fantastic. I would put I would hang trash can lids from wires mm-hmm. so you could clang it off of those. There, I will say there's with- many a time in college where we would be warming up on a football field or a, just a bit like at West Point. We yeah. would go on campus because their golf course didn't have a driving range. We'd go on campus. We'd warm up and there were goalposts. And of course, inevitably, we'd all aim for those so i can't say that i'd want it on my range but if there were one it would definitely get the balls in a smaller area because everyone a, would aim for it i'd have a target hole and if you put it in it triggered like this big plume of water volcano yeah it's like top golf cool. with uh yeah with uh sound effects all right, we got to stop talking about this. I got a killer idea. Okay. I'm going to make one of these yeah. ranges. Right, do, you, do you know where there's any land around here that's not <laughs> cheap land? Plenty Fairfax of County. County. Oh, Fairfax County is even more. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> loud. I think Arlington's got some room. Yeah. All right, final hole, hole number nine. What do we get? All right, you're playing Pebble Beach. There's no one on the course. Okay, so you're alone. You're alone on the course. Do you want the tee time to be 7 a.m. or the last 3 of the day? Yeah. And there's oh. no one on the course. I'm, I'm, I would a nod, either one is glorious. A nod to the late TV tea time. Agreed. Okay. I want to see the sun set, I think, because it, it, it's, it's going to be more majestic for me. Plus, yeah. you get older, you're He's, stiffer in yeah. the morning. Well, yeah. West Coast, right? It's setting over there, too. Plus, you're so. just very romantic. Yeah. yeah. You know. You know. I like I, the creatures. In I the did morning. bring my wife there, just drove her around in the garden. animals nice in the morning. morning. The one time I've played it was at 3.30 in the afternoon, and it was fabulous. So I'd yeah. probably. Not not change a uh, good thing. All, All right. right. Good job. That's a good, well-designed hole, Mr. Ronas. Thank you. Well done. Thank you. You too, Johnny Gould. Thank you. Okay, coming up, uh, final segment here of the Capital Golf Gang, presented by Golfdom, plausibly live from Washington Golf and Country Club. We'll talk about what's happening locally, as well as a look ahead to the Ryder Cup and the FedEx playoffs. Stay with us. You are listening to the Capital Golf Gang. Four guys who only care about one trajectory on their irons, Airborne. You are listening to the Capital Golf Gang. Four guys who all carry a perfect club, an alien wedge, a double-sided chipper, and a 20-foot ball retriever. All excellent clubs. We are back, plausibly live, Washington Golf and Country Club. The Capital Golf Gang presented by golfed them uh boys what's shaking in the middle atlantic region on this glorious mid-august weekend well i've got some uh some news to share from the section we've got a, a few events going on right now we just completed our assistant professional championship earlier this week won by a local larkin gross uh, at springfield golf and country club smooth 10 under for two days he's a baller that he baller. is he really is yep uh tim ritter also local from army navy came in second uh, by two strokes so 
a strong showing from, from our, our local DMV market here. Uh, and then we've got our senior professional championship, uh, which somebody in this uh, threesome here is uh, eligible for. No, I'm oh, talking eligible. Oh, I am. Eligible for. Oh, right. Playing, yeah. But he's eligible. Uh, it, hmm. Down at Country Club of Petersburg. Uh, so we're enjoying the heat with a couple two-day events uh, these last couple of weeks. Uh, just great chance for our PGA professionals to showcase their their talent. I think on the I'll golf play course. in that next year. You should. It's about time. Yeah. We'll bring it back up here it's just for you. Time, Maybe we'll play at a River Creek. Whatever. It's time I start playing golf again. <laughs> sound like Jimmy Chitwood. You can hit three wood. <laughs> off about the time I get back behind time the time wheel again. Playing golf again. About to get it out there. Yeah. yeah. Um, Jay, what's happening here at the club in the month of August? Well, this is a month where a lot of members travel, so we're actually doing air vacation next week, closing down for a full week. So we're going to take some members on the road and play BCC, the East Course, next week with some members. So I'm you excited. You got an extra spot for Zabe? Uh, if Bethesda. somebody bails, somebody bails. Bethesda Country Club? No, Baltimore, Baltimore Country Baltimore Club. Oh, BCC. Yeah. Okay. Sorry. Yeah, sorry. And, uh, yeah. Uh, They're both BCC. But yeah, okay. Yeah. So, you, so is that typical to close for a week for aerating, or is that just an extra precautionary measure to do it right? We're in the same boat. We are. Same boat. Yeah. A I, week I, down. Well, we're Monday, Tuesday, Wednesday. Monday, That's Tuesday, Wednesday. I thought, I thought aerification was getting better and less intrusive all the time, the micro tines and all that other stuff. You just need time for them to get on yeah. there. They got to aerate. They have to over uh, the top dress. Well, what do public courses um, do? They just, can't afford, just doing public greens. courses cannot afford to be down for a week. Right. No. They're probably doing six holes at a time over a span of okay. you know, a week or two weeks. So they weeks go or punch whatever. and play. They, oh, they, play. they might not do just... a top dressing. That's yeah. uh, The top dressing is very okay. – got to go back for the sand. You have to yeah. spread it all out. When is the best time to do that in our area? Is it in the middle of August? Yeah. Yeah, it usually sets you up for the best well, fall. Well, generally twice a year, right? Yes, yeah, so March and August for a lot of places, yeah. depending yeah. on the grass that they are. It's getting earlier – and earlier, earlier <laughs> in, in the spring and earlier in the summer. It used to always be September that you'd get yeah. to that. But then you had the best, best you know, weather is September. And so you don't want to be down in yeah, September. Right. Yeah, yeah. Right. I, I've noticed just with my own lawn and whatnot, I've always said, all right, we're going to get some aeration and overseeding in the fall. We're going to get this lawn coming out of the spring screaming, right? <laughs> so you go ahead and you get the aerator, you put the work in, the sweat equity, and you put the seed down, and then you get a lot of weather like we're getting now. Right. Just not Kills quite everything. It, yeah. it just, it, like deeper into, into September, it just doesn't rain. Yeah. Yeah. And it's warm. I yeah. almost think that it's got to be later. But then you're getting into the point where October, it's like, okay, it finally cooled down, and you get two weeks. Yeah. And then it's too cold. It's incredible. I'll tell you what. Yep. You must pay guys good to do the agronomy at these courses, right? Is you, you happy with your superintendent out here? I got the best. Got yeah, the best. I got the best. Andrew Robertson. And it, he's an Aussie, and he's the best. He's oh, like, nice. Yeah. yeah. Excellent. He's the best. Excellent. But it's, it's really smart to do the course planning, too, right? Uh, you know, they know August, September is the right time, but our members aren't here in August. So let's right. take advantage of the time they're not here, yeah. you know, to do something like that. Get it done. Yeah. All right. The uh, Ryder Cup. Coming up in about a month and two weeks, give or take six weeks. Uh, the USA has six captain's picks, six automatic. The Europeans go nine automatic, three captain's picks. Uh, that's because each side is allowed to set their own rules. The Europeans realize we've got guys who play some here, some on the U.S. tour, some globally. So they've got kind of a two-tiered point system, and then they got three picks in hand. Patty Harrington will have three in hand. Uh, the U.S. used to have fewer captain's picks, and they wanted more, and they used to have a different time window for qualifying, a time window that was too long. Yep. So that ended up putting guys like, no offense, Brett Wetterick on the Ryder Cup team. <laughs> you know? Yeah. yeah. So now you got six and six. One of the more intriguing storylines is going to be 
Phil Mickelson, who hinted at saying, don't pick me, by saying, you can't take a guy who's been as inconsistent as I have been on the Ryder Cup. Is he, in fact, begging not to be picked? Or is he being a bit false humility? Or what will happen? Could he be left off the team? Should he be left off the team? He should be left off the team. Yep. Um, And I think he's doing a little bit of both. Like, keep me on the radar, just in case. Um, but I think he, I think he, I think he respects the Ryder Cup enough to realize that he wouldn't be an addition that could help them win. Might not help them lose, but he he probably's not going to help them win. Really? So I think I think he has that kind of respect for that that team sport. I think everybody bashes the you know the committee that they kind of started talking about this several years ago. But one thing that has definitely accomplished is getting some of those guys, Phil, Tiger, and those guys, to buy in because they're getting a voice. Now, you could argue whether they should have a voice or not, but they're getting a voice. So he understands what he would bring, and he's probably actually angling for vice-captain-captain captain yeah. down the road because he's, he's – being bigger than does the, he have to angle for that though? No, no. he doesn't. Okay. No, no, he doesn't. He's going yeah. to be. Yeah, he's going to be. But, he's, but the he's sooner just, he gets into that vice captainship, the closer he gets to be a captain. Okay, yep. here's the one thing though: whistling straights, and I've played it. It's there's not a lot of X out there. There's bogeys, but you can hit it anywhere and find it. Might be on a weird tuft of grass or in a pile of sand, but for a guy that's not very dialed in off the tee, that's actually a decent layout for Mickelson, I would think. So I don't know. Otherwise, you're talking about picking guys that are on the margins like Scotty Scheffler or Jason Kokrak, uh, Will Zalatoris, the very nice but utterly boring Webb Simpson. Yeah. God help us. Yeah. I'd love to see Billy Horschel. I'd love to see Kevin Kisner, but they're around 20 or so. So I don't know if they're going to get taken. Meanwhile, for the Europeans, this is pretty much now a Rom and Rory show with yep. the two big pillars, plus the Englishman, Tyrrell Hatton, and um, the volcano, and and uh, and the other Englishman who's good, who's younger, and I, his name slips me right Smith now. Smith is good. Smith, yeah, uh, John. I, I, they've got a lot of Englishmen up there, but oh, uh, Fleetwood, yeah, your, your oh, college yeah. weed yeah. dealer, yeah. Tommy Fleetwood. <laughs> <laughs> so, and 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 the the older pillars uh, that are kind of sunsetting, the Ian Poulter's, Paul and the Justin Roses, yeah. Garcia, it's Sergio what about Poulter, Sergio, and um, Garcia. No, Poulter, Garcia, and who was the third guy Westwood. I just mentioned? Westwood. No, there was another third guy, Rose. Rose. Yeah. They're in that 19 to 20 range. So oh. does Patty Harrington grab one of them? I bet he'll grab one of them okay. with his three because he needs – Rory's not the leader, right? He's not that vocal no. leader. He's no. a sit-back. Okay, I'll just sit back. Mr. And, I'm not very yeah. patriotic. So I think you do need someone stronger – and it's got to be Poulter, right? It's he's, be. Well, he's the voice of the Ryder Cup. He'll yeah. be on property. Yeah, Whether he's true. playing yeah. or not, he's going to be there right. and he'll be in the room. Right. I can still hear the Connor Moore impression of Ian Poulter. Yeah. You know? yep. But, well, you know, nobody's better than me. I'm going to go out there and win my match six and five. It's <laughs> great. It's so good. Yeah, I'm right. afraid there's a possibility of a repeat of 2004 at Oakland Hills, which was the biggest massacre on U.S. soil that happened, in part because the Tiger Phil... Juju was wrong from the start. Yeah, right. If yeah. the Bryson Brooks Juju is wrong from the start, and if mild-mannered Steve Stricker can't fix it or all the assistant captains can't fix it, that could be a problem. And if they add Mickelson because they can't think of leaving him off, 
he could be a piece of luggage, kind of like Fred Funk was a piece of luggage that year in But they want to play for Stricker. They didn't, yep. they didn't like Watson that oh, much. Yeah, the they didn't him. like him at all. The tire tracks so, on Watson's back are still yeah. visible. I think that's right? going to help. That and I, think, I think we have enough fire with Justin Thomas and those guys. I think we have enough fire to, to get it done. Well, the top six is sick in terms yeah. of the actual talent in the world rankings, but we all know that it doesn't really matter per se. Yeah. Okay. Yeah, yeah, but we've talked about for years that those guys really just have that burning passion that we used to not have. We, were, we had 12 corporations uh, sure. representing the United States, and, and, and guys like Thomas and uh, – Isn't it interesting you know, how we're not talking about Patrick Reed as much anymore? Yeah. We're talking about DeChambeau. Well, Patrick Reed is so happy for DeChambeau. He must yeah. have sent so right. a credit card, yeah. uh, free the, the Starbucks cards. Right. Thank you. Thank you for becoming the new most hated guy in golf. Right? The new yeah. cycle. I'm excited yeah. for it. The Ryder Cup is such an amazing event. I think this is going to be a blockbuster affair. Yeah. FedEx Cup playoffs. Don't care. Come on. <laughs> Come I'm on very now. excited, Dave. We got, we got one locally, though. I'm very excited. We got, we got the BMW at Caves Valley. So. Yes, right. Yeah, so that's, already, that's exciting. We scheduled no tournaments from 4 <laughs> to 7 on Sundays. <laughs> Because I, I got to be there. Okay, to watch FedEx. it's fashionable to bash the FedEx Cup playoffs, but I realized that the tour had to do this. They had to find a way to wrap up their season in a way that meant something. Yes, they threw a lot of dirty, grubby corporate dollars at it, and thank you very much. We are pros; we're playing for money. But the way the tour used to end was just anticlimactic. It made no sense. They at least had the good sense to get out of the way of football, so they're doing this earlier in the yeah, year. Yeah. I'm okay yeah. with it. The I mean, look, schedule, it's still We've talked new. about that. The whole schedule now with the Olympics, especially this year, was, is just really just don't Just don't shove it down our throats so much. Yeah, you know, I don't need FedEx May. Cup standing. <laughs> yeah, I don't want to hear points for the FedEx Cup <laughs> right. in May on TV. And, oh, he won. He got, he got a million two plus 300 FedEx points. I need FedEx to know what's going on <laughs> throughout FedEx the year. Points. At the Greenbrier, you want to know how many points? I charted. I have a spreadsheet. Yeah. Well, if he comes in second here, <laughs> yeah. Oh, Forecasting. All right, Jay. Thank you for having us. What yeah. a wonderful place. My pleasure. I'm My so pleasure. glad that it turned out well. And like I said, if you know a member at Washington Golf and Country Club, make sure to get him uh, to get out here with them, him or her, we're, to see. The we're layout. coming back to play without Ron. Us four right now. We're, we're Fantastic. Excluding Rod. Yes. Wow. We got our force. Ron already All plays right. enough. All right. <laughs> Thanks for listening, and uh, we appreciate you being a listener and loyal uh, follower of the Capital Golf Gang, presented by Golfdom. This has been the Capital Golf Gang on the Team 980. If you'd like the gang to visit your home course, send your inquiries to Zabe at yahoo.com. That's C-Z-A-B-E at yahoo.com. Or visit the show page at www.theteam980.com. And for free swag, we're all an extra large. So yeah, thanks for the shirts. <laughs> <laughs>